tell me about it. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. I'm Gemma. And I'm Holly. And you're listening to Tell Me About It, the podcast. So today, Holly, what are you telling me about? So I recently have been watching the Marvel movies in chronological order, mm. which was definitely Michael's idea and not mine. <laughs> But it's been fun. Yes. I've fallen asleep every single time. How many are there? There's heaps. I couldn't tell you. I feel like we've watched like six movies and we're only like halfway through. Okay. There's heaps. Marvel is America, Captain America. Yep. Captain America, um, the Avengers, um, Hulk, all that sort of. Okay. All that sort of. Spider-Man, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So my topic today, I remember a long time ago, Stan Lee did like human superpowers. He did that little TV show if you ever saw it. No. Oh, which is going to be interesting for you today. So basically he would like go around, not him personally, but he would get his team to go around and talk to like different people in different villages and cities and stuff about stuff that they could do that set them apart from like the average Joe. Okay. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Because some people on um, like the Marvel movies, um, like Hawkeye and um, Black Widow and stuff, they're not superhuman in the sense that they have like, I don't know, half god dad and yeah mom. they just have yeah. like these really crazy abilities whether it's like um ninjas or yeah, exactly. whatever assassin and obviously like archer and all that kind of stuff yeah so i thought that was really interesting and that's that's what i want to talk about so i have a couple of little fun facts to start us off with and this is how everybody like you and me everybody this is how we're superhuman so human bones are stronger than concrete I'd like to side note that this is up until we're about 30 and after this, <laughs> it's all downhill. osteoporosis, all that sort of stuff kicks in. <laughs> but until then, so bones are made of a composite material. They're hard and elastic at the same time. They consist of calcium hydroxylapatite. <laughs> I nailed it. I'm sure that is not that French. <laughs> it's like, sounds like the It's like the first time yogurts. I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> yeah. yogurts. A little bit of strawberry, a little bit of vanilla. So it's about 60% of that and the rest is collagen, hence the hard and the elastic. So their structure is fracture resistible. I think it means resistant, but anyway. So when I looked at it, it, it <laughs> no, was... It's- Resistible. Irresistible. So, yeah, it's it's fracture resistible. So, it was, like, significantly stronger than concrete, which I thought was interesting. Um, And then moving on to our eyes. So, I've always found this fact interesting. So, when we have our phones, they usually give you, like, a different megapixel in your camera. And that's, like, 8, 12, 40, whatever. Yeah. So, our eyes are 576 megapixels. Holy moly. I don't know how they work that out. Like, I'm sure there is... But a DSLR camera is 120, and our eyes are like five times that. Yes. Which is crazy. When they work. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Speaking to two girls who wear glasses. <laughs> That's it. Like, I have such bad. As a side note, did you know that you can have vision that's better than 2020 vision? I didn't, but someone said it to me the other day, and I was like, surely not. No. So, so it's a thing. It's a thing. And I can't remember off the top of my head exactly how it works but essentially like i personally as uh, someone with pretty poor eyesight would have say like 10 20 vision and so it means that something that's say 20 feet away yeah i'd have to be 10 feet like towards it to be able to see it at like a normal vision do you get what i mean i have never known that 
And so then you can have people who are 30-20. And that's or, people who just have really good precision or whatever. Yeah, they have really good eyesight. So and they, they can, can see it from further away. feet away and then see it as if it was 20 feet away or something. Yeah, I wonder if it's what like, the general populace is. And then they go off that, that's your 20 I don't know. I don't know how it's found. But Isaac has like 40-20 vision oh, or something. Oh, get out of it. Yeah. Of course he does. <laughs> yes, and yes. I'm sitting over here with like 5-20. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally it. And so we always are like fighting because I'm. he's just like, put on glasses. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I but still think if I put on glasses, I probably still wouldn't have 2020 vision. No, that's literally me. Like, I'm like, I don't even know what 2020 could even feel or see like. <laughs> but um, yeah, he has I can really see good colors. vision. And that's why I found out is because he has um, like been tested as a kid. He yeah. probably doesn't have it now because he's older. But um, as a kid, yeah, he had like above average vision. That's very impressive. And so 2020 vision, I just thought it was like, marks on an exam and you got 20 out of 20 yeah but it's actually but this is bonus points <laughs> it stands for something and then i was like oh okay then <laughs> he's like the one percenter yeah that's so funny um something i did find interesting when i was looking up my individual people to talk about the uh, superhumans mm-hmm. is that we can use sound to see like a bat so most people would know this it's called echolocation and bats okay. use it and i'm pretty sure dolphins and stuff use it when they're like I thought they use hey, sonar hey, hey. or is like, that the probably, same thing i think it's the same like yeah concept? no no yeah yeah so same concept yeah yeah so they use like sound and it obviously reverberates back so that's echolocation yeah so there is people and traditionally i don't think that they've said that there's anyone with sight that has done this it's traditionally okay. the blind okay so obviously majority of the time when one of your senses is poorly or non-existent another one will prevail and be like oh, wicked yes. sharp yep, 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 yep. so there is like records of people who have worked out echolocation to get themselves around and they will make the clicking noises which is where i think it comes from dolphins Ayo. and i think that is really interesting that's cool yeah so majority of the time they're blind so they have to find a way to get themselves around but yeah. they there's there's records of them skateboarding and like walking around that's and crazy yeah like i think that's that's, that's so cool but and like, that's definitely an adaptation also just such a good skill yeah to have that's what i need when i like have to wake up during the middle of the night yeah to say like, <laughs> door <laughs> wake up the whole house <laughs> Gemma, just open your eyes <laughs> yes oh that's so funny all right so i'm going to tell you about three people today okay so the first one, this one, I just instantly thought of you. Not in a relatable side, like, you know, he's, he's nothing like you. He, this is just funny. I'm super human. So he was known as Mr. Eats All. His name was... <laughs> I'll try is, not to look not, too deeply this is, into this relationship. I swear, it's got nothing to do with you. As soon as I thought and read about it, I was like, Gemma's going to love this guy. So... I, I can't. I, I can't speak French. He did have a name, but it translates to Mr. Eats All. Um, but his name was um, Michael. I'm going to say potentially Michelle Lotito. And okay. he was an entertainer. Yeah. So throughout his whole career, he actually would eat non-consumable objects. That was basically his like trick of the trade. So <laughs> he would eat like glass, rubber, metal. Oh. And to get it down, he would just like skull mineral oil. Oil? Just mineral oil. What? So that... Well, I mean, he's eating glass, so... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like someone who's trying to get a refund on their dinner. <laughs> There's a little bit of hair in this. <laughs> so this is my favourite part of this whole thing. Over the course of two years, he managed to eat 
an entire Cessna 150 airplane in little bits. Oh, my. So slowly but surely, he made his way through a Cessna 150. And when I went to Tassie recently, we got in one of those to do a little scenic trip. Yeah. And I'm like, to eat that? I just... Yuck. I can't fathom it. Oh, my gosh. And so good for him that it worked out that he got to go on that uh, show that no one watched. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky. They they did start to like study him a little bit because they were kind of like you shouldn't you shouldn't be alright eating your stuff yeah so gastroenterologists sent up X-raying him yeah they worked out this is very vague they basically said that he can consume 900 grams of metal and they just said it was unique <laughs> they didn't they didn't really say anything but in saying that he does suffer from a condition so if anyone's watched that show that's um like my strange addiction I think it's called yeah. Uh, he has a disorder called pika. And if you've ever heard of it, basically pika is you have an appetite for non-consumable foods like rocks, chalk, metals, dirt. Okay. And a lot of the time people are like pregnant and they're pregnant yes. so like, like crazy. Like steel wool or something. Yeah, but it's 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 a disorder because obviously you shouldn't, your brain shouldn't say, oh, I'm I'm fanging for some dirt right now. Like, yeah. it's, it's not a good thing. <laughs> Once you hit age like five... You yeah. sort of don't have a reason anymore. Yeah, you can't just be like, I'd love to see what the sand tastes like. Mm. Um, so unfortunately, yeah, he suffered from this condition and I guess <laughs> something in him made it like his whole career, which good on him for making it work for oh him. Oh, gosh. Um, but they did find that he had an abnormally thick lining in his stomach and intestines so he could eat sharp stuff like um, and toxic substances and whatever. So it does say that obviously like the general average person if yeah. they ate that it would it would rupture something yeah and so they have like oh, yeah and like does he have stronger acid or did he just have to poop out 900 wanna, grams of metal and just deal with it i want to say that acid sure unless it's sat in there for years i want to say that it would just come straight out like chewing gum like it just comes straight out i'm pretty sure as much as they say it sits in your stomach are you sure i'm pretty <laughs> i'm pretty sure okay but then yeah i don't really understand like glass and stuff it's like oh yeah, that wouldn't well, feel great. I just I don't know how the enzymes in your body and the acids in your stomach are gonna break down Actually some not. of those things. Like even if he has a thick lining, and they didn't mention it. Like I mean, they did mention the thick lining, but they said nothing about anything but else. But hey, you eat like but what? Yeah. However many tons of microplastics throughout your life. That or is whatever true. Whatever the statistic yeah. is, he just eats the bigger. They're not micro. They're macros. <laughs> <laughs> macroplastics. The bigger is it like is it like a credit card per year that you is eat it really? in microplastics? That's Something a like lot. that. Yeah. Well, he eats Don't a whole plane in two it's years. A credit, <laughs> it's a credit card in some period of time. So I don't yeah. know if it's over a year or your lifetime or whatever, but I remember reading that it yeah. was a credit card's worth of microplastics. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm not surprised. I'm really not. <laughs> but, yeah, he wanted to one-up that and he wanted to eat a whole plane. So he that did do that. Gross. And there is pictures if you guys Google. We might pop some off on Instagram. But, yeah, oh, there is 100%. pictures of him eating. We're going like, to have to because yeah. – you guys need to see this. If, at, if nothing else, we have to put the plane up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just put a picture of a Cessna 150 for you pilot buffs. Ew. So my second fella, and I do find I do find these people very, very interesting. So he is the fastest human calculator. He has held the title, the Guinness World Record, for more than 20 years. Yeah. Um, so it all started when this fella was nine years old and his teacher thought he wasn't paying attention to all the math sums on the board. So she got him to come up and he said majority of people the way you'd work things out is you would work them um like down right to left yeah 
So he, the way he solves maths problems, he said he reads them left to right, the same way you read a sentence. Yeah. And so when he was 10, his maths teachers were like, we can't teach you anything. Like you are, you are above and beyond oh, okay. where yep, you should yep, be. Yep. So he started so creating his own, yeah, he started creating his own stuff um, and working out really like crazy patterns and that, you know, his methods that worked for him. Yeah. Um, so he did drop out of high school, which I think is relatively common for highly gifted people. Not saying that's what you should do, but I think I've heard it a lot. Yeah, or they graduate early. Yes, exactly. So yeah. he ended up going to the Air Force, working in Japan, working in America and everything. Um, he helped his military military supervisor's son with maths and he sort of taught him, you know, his shortcuts, his tricks and everything. Yeah. And the next morning, the teacher was of this young boy was like, how? How did you get him to change, it, change his life around kind of thing? So... After that, he started talking to classes, a reporter, you know, got onto him and yeah. and he started doing, you know, TV sort of stuff. Yeah. So after that, people were like, you know, we need to suss this out. So he did have an MRI scan and the doctor who did his scan said, I've never seen a brain like yours. So <laughs> this is where I find it interesting because somebody, they, they always have bodily things, whether it's their brain or their genetics, there's yeah. always something that's slightly mutated or different. Yeah. So he says there's a part of his brain called the Brodmann Area 44 or BA44. His is naturally four times the normal size. Oh. So there's a few <laughs> other people that he's met at competitions and they have similar, like something similar. But so not he, as big as mine. Yeah, he's like, mine's four times, what's yours? Yeah. <laughs> so he said for him, his is, you know, sums, numbers, um, like arithmetic kind of stuff. And he said he never went on to study higher level maths. He just really was like interested in maths um, and wanted to teach kids who just weren't getting it. Yeah. Um. So for him, he really wanted to work for companies yeah. and do like algorithms and like find trade patterns and things like that. Yeah. But he found the supercomputer once it was invented kind of made him obsolete, which is a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. But I think it would have been interesting to compare the two. Yeah. Like human versus machine. Yeah. And so when he goes to these competitions, do they just have sets like um – like sums and stuff that they've got to do and they I would race. Say, I would say so. I would say it's like mathletics. A spelling bee or something. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like he did that for too long, but it, it sounds, yeah, like spelling bee but for maths. And I think it's like, um, you know, Mean Girls? Yeah. Where Katie Heron goes and she's like, the sum doesn't, I mean, the limit does not exist. I honestly, exist. that's him. That's, <laughs> that's him as an adult. <laughs> so I think that's what he ended up, yeah, that's what he ended up doing for a little bit. So the really strange thing about him though is – Using his maths and everything, obviously maths contributes to a lot of, like, worldly stuff. Yeah. He believes that our our concept of time is not fully accurate. So he said there's no control in the fact that there's 365 days a year, but he said you can't really neatly divide that into 12. So he said he believes that there should be 13 months in a year, each 28 days, plus a zero day to kick each year off. <laughs> So he's That's called a leap year. <laughs> <laughs> Step aside, my dude, it's already done. Um, the Mayans have it wrong. <laughs> 2012 already happened. So I, it didn't really talk. It, this was him. This was like his his little Dang. article. Yeah. It didn't really go too much into detail, but he basically said he's going to try and convince the world to try it in 2023, which is when <laughs> his calendar matches with our calendar. But I was like, I don't really... Oh, my gosh. That's the last thing I our am. world needs in 2023 is a whole new system of time. Someone We're two years away from someone releasing this. What's this kid's name? What's um, this bloke's name? I'll have to find it. It'll be like Charles Jewery and that'll be the 13th <laughs> month. 
That is so funny. <laughs> I'll keep looking and I'll find it. No, I'll, that's I'll all right. Know. I just wanted to make a joke about him naming a month about, it. <laughs> about his own. The yeah. zero day is just his name. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's, he's the one. Do I have to do work the- on the zero day or is that a public holiday? I think that's all people will care about. It's going to be a public holiday, surely. <laughs> For sure. It's going to end up being like financial financial year or something where yeah. they're like, we need this day to re- recollect. Yeah, this will be your zero tax day. Yeah. <laughs> do whatever you want. Yeah, maybe that can It'll be, be the-, the purge. That's actually what I was about to say. Maybe that can be our purge day. <laughs> yeah. Y'all want to get masks and yeah, that's it. go around? <laughs> oh, man. So when we talked in the last podcast about EPO, I'm like, that's funny because that's what I'm talking about. But the good <laughs> thing is I'll just briefly talk on what EPO is because it was discussed last time. But yeah, and we of, we specifically didn't go into detail then because we yeah. were talking about it now. Yeah, yeah. we don't want to double up on you. But so this last fella, his name is Eero Mentiranta. Yeah, again, sorry if I butchered that. So his superpower is super endurance and he is a cross-country skier. So he competed in four Winter Olympics. He won seven medals at three of these Olympics. Um, so basically people rumoured and started this sort of gossip train that he was blood doping. Okay. So the interesting thing about this is ever since he was a teenager, it was known that he had high hemoglobin and far more than usual amount of red blood cells. So that's what we were talking about last time with the EPO. Yeah. So normally... Those are signs that an endurance athlete is blood doping with a synthetic version of the um, hormone erythropoietin, which is EPO. Yeah. So just to go into that a little bit more, basically it signals the body to produce red blood cells. So when you inject it, it spurs an athlete's own body to bolster its blood supply. And like Gemma was saying last time, you know, you can get more um, oxygen into your body and that's really great for endurance. Yeah, because your red blood cells carry oxygen and nutrients around your body. So if you have more of them, then you have a larger capacity to take oxygen to your muscles, etc. Exactly. So for him being uh, a cross-country skier, it was perfect. But everyone was basically like, you know, he keeps winning. He's he's got all these, you know, Illuminati, something's up. Yeah. (laughs) What's going on here? So they, it says that he tested positive for hormone doping, but I didn't really read anything more about that. So it's believed that there was members of his extended family, they had the same mutation. So he had a mutation in his (laughs) erythropoietin receptor gene. What happened was basically when he was a child and the extended family had the same thing, it didn't lead to any like health effects. So no doctors did anything about it. But he managed to use it to his, you know, his benefit because of his sport. It actually resulted in his ability to carry 50% more oxygen in his bloodstream. Holy moly. Which it says it's very advantageous advantageous in endurance competition. I would imagine it would yeah. be. So whether or not you see that as fair or not, I don't know. But yeah, it was basically a mutation and he used it to his advantage. And it's a long time ago. Like he's, he's um passed away now. But back then they would have been like, I don't. I don't know. Men no comprende. Yeah, they would have just been like, he keeps winning, but who has this genetic mutation? Yeah, well, you can't, you cannot do anything about that. That's no, because I feel having like a bit of discrimination to be like, psych, you got a mutation, but now you can't. Yeah, well, that's like being like, okay, well, for you to compete, you must be within this threshold of what we, we did. <laughs> yeah, like mm. what we're considering as a normal balanced human being. Like, yeah, yeah that's just your body. That's like you being. Um, not allowed to do something because your legs are a little bit longer or something yeah. like i i get why 
doping is wrong. That's yep. definitely wrong. But, but this yeah. goes against his control and yeah, if he's just, just unfortunately has the same result. Yeah, just it's just worked in his favor. But, uh, yeah, and I think everyone has a new base level. I mean, sorry, everyone has like a their own base level. So More power to him. Yeah, yeah, I think it's awesome that he used it for what he did, which yeah. is very cool. Yeah. But yeah, so that's my that's my uh, three people that I found very interesting today, and I'd I'd love to hear from everyone if you guys have something Some you can do. Power. Yeah, <laughs> can no, you lift a car cool. or you got forty twenty vision? <laughs> no, we don't want to hear from you. Can you, you see in the dark? <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We do not want to hear about the vision. <laughs> I hear about it enough at home. <laughs> no, it's yeah, that's really cool. I have nothing like yep. that. Um, I think I'm pretty flexible, but I don't think really. <laughs> I am not okay. Well, good, good on you. <laughs> Way to show your privilege in my face. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Um, make sure you go and follow us and like us and hit us up on our socials. Yep. So we got our Twitter, which is TMBI Podcast. And we also have our Instagram, which is tell me about it underscore podcast. You can follow us on Spotify and our podcasts where we put out new episodes often. Yeah, so give us a follow. That way you can keep up to date with when we're releasing our next episode. Yep. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.